Stairway to Sevens is back. It's been a while. I shouldn't have left you without a dope pod to step to. <laughs> How are you, Jimbo? Good. I'm good. Do you want to tell everyone why there was no pod last week? That's nah, fine. Was it my fault? Scheduling conflict. Someone took a nap. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> As usual, thank you to thecover.com.au. They put up with us. They let us have a three-week break, which is nice of them. Um, so mate, we've got a pretty cool show today. Uh, Yasma Meeks is joining us a bit later on. The big dog. The big dog. UC7's OG, 2017. First, first UC7's player to wear a national team jumper as well, which is pretty cool. Uh, Langford 7's is 55 days away, sir. Mate, I'm excited. (laughs) I've got the Skittles ready. (laughs) You know what? We... We might do. We might go live for that. For that, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. From the well, studio. McMahon couldn't get us a box for Sydney Sevens. So. Yeah, yeah. The cover had to do it. Yeah, thanks, McMahon. Worst bloke that I gave. <laughs> so look, we've we've got we've got a little bit to get through here, and then we'll we'll get to Yazo. We had we had a really uh, really good conversation with Yazo about sort of her pathway to the national team. And then you know prep prep for the Olympics. Um, so that's that's really interesting. But over the last sort of couple of weeks, we've had a few domestic sevens tournaments. Um, most notably, Kiama last weekend. Uh, anyone who listens to this podcast would probably be familiar with the Kiama sevens. It's been it's been going for a really long time now. Um, two women's divisions, so uh, the country cup, and then I guess the. It, which which would what would you call it like a sec, second grade or a yeah developmental developmental tier um yep. and then a, a I guess a first grade or, or or top division premier division um and I think there was about twelve teams in both which yeah, is pretty, pretty good turnout which is yeah, great which is pretty exciting um so we'll start with the <laughs> we'll start with the premier division uh Souths were victors um over Warringah. And that score was forty three nil. So pretty handy Utah's alumni in there. <laughs> Matt Dog, live what? Um and look, you know, so we've we've had some exposure to Souths having played some some of those shoot shield tournaments. Um big numbers, lots of talented kids, yeah. young kids. Yeah, they're they're running a pretty good program. Yeah. There, the Revlets. Yeah. And uh yeah, you know, credit to them. That's that's really Really quite impressive yep. to to do that in a in a um in a tournament final. Yeah, I think their average score was forty one. Yeah, so yeah, so that's yeah massive credit to them. And then, uh, in in the country cup, we had the girls from Jindabyne, the Bush Pigs up the Bush Pigs, uh, get up over the Goulburn Goulburn Reds, uh, twenty to seven. So that's cool too. You know, the Jindabyne and Goulburn are both uh, part of the ACT in Southern New South Wales Rugby Union. Uh, so that's a win for Canberra. Yeah. And, and they're both regions where the locals are really trying to get girls into the sport and they're really trying to do some good stuff. So yeah. Yeah. And, to say. and you know, we, we've, we've been the benefactor of that. We, you know, we've had uh, Kira and Rihanna Burke come, come and play with us from, from there from Cooma, but played for Jindabyne. And then 
also um, Catherine Kadaj and Bella uh, from Goulburn. Yeah. So you know, there's there's definitely some talent uh, floating around in in those regions. Uh, and then the other the other one was the Lake Macquarie Sevens, um, which is a week prior, a week before, and we saw the return of the First Nations team, Alana Ryan, Janalee Conroy, UC Sevens alum. Yeah, I believe Alana was best on. Yeah, across the yeah. tournament. So yeah, she's uh, she's certainly, yeah, she was really impressive playing playing for UC. But the, the back end of the year, it seems like something's clicked for her, yeah. um, and she's really starting to play some unreal footy. And you know that's that's ex- that's an exciting prospect at at nineteen. Yeah, that she's got a bright future. Yeah, agreed. Um, so yeah, First Nations uh, played against UCID, and that game actually finished in a twelve-all draw. But First Nations were awarded the premiership or, or tournament winners based on did it scored the first try. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's old school. Yeah. So we had that first year Aon. That's we right. Called it the Charlotte Kazakh rule. Yeah. Because Bond yeah. played. Utah's yep. for third, and yeah, she scored first, and then we came back, and yep. Nicole Beck missed a conversion, and they won because they had Kaslik yep. stitch up. I actually, <laughs> <laughs> I actually remember um, sitting sitting near in the Rugby Australia head office. I was trying to get, or the competition office. I was trying to get footage or something, and uh, Lena, Scotty, and Sally were all sitting there. Silent, game's finished. There's, there's obvious chatter going on the radio. What do we do? And then Scotty said, ah, just do the old school. Whoever scored first wins. Yeah, Burjo <laughs> didn't talk to Scotty for a while. <laughs> um, but, you know, look, I think it's it's one of those things, you know, you sometimes when you're planning a tournament like that, you don't really plan yeah, have that result and the the timings and everything for yeah live streaming. It. So yeah, it, yeah. it made sense. But yeah. but you know, look positive for the Aon series. We now have an extra time. So if it, if it is a draw in the uh, at the pointy end, we now play an extra five minutes. Um, and I believe it's golden point. So drop goals galore. Oh yeah, my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, I think we've waffled enough. Um, what we might do now is just throw. Straight to Yazo. All right, this morning we've got a really special guest, uh, Yasma Meeks. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, I know it's taken a little while to line this up. We had some uh, scheduling conflicts, so apologies. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. How are you going anyway? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, no, I'm doing great at the moment. Yeah, we're in full training, so it's been good lately. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of, of training, actually. <laughs> With the Hong Kong um, being cancelled, yeah. so I think it's nearly. We did the calculations; it's nearly ten weeks of just training. <laughs> oh my goodness! I know. And, and hardly, I know. hardly. Are you playing much internally, like many internal games? Um, we haven't done any so far. We have lined um, lined up some games against PNG for next Friday. Yep. Um, and then we are going to Fiji at the end of March, start of April, for a week. Oh, awesome. So I'm sure on the setup with that, but yeah, so that'll be some good um physical game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I guess you got to, you got to get it in somehow with with all this yeah. extended break now. Yeah, definitely. It's huge. It's massive, and um, to lose that Hong Kong leg was um a massive loss for the girls as well because it would have been the first um time we would have been over there. So yeah, kind of upsetting, but definitely like safer to not go. <laughs> 
<laughs> Absolutely. And, and, you know, I guess, you know, for, for some of you, it's it's disappointing because you're losing, you know, an opportunity to work opportunity. your way into that, that Olympic side too. So, it's, yes. yeah, it, it's a Definitely. Tough, tough time of year to have to move that, you know, into October. Yes. Anyway, look, Very hard. I want to go go right back to the start for the people who don't know you that well. Where did you grow yeah. up, Yazzo? Um, so I grew up in Newcastle. And uh, what school did you go to? I went to St. Paul's at Borigal, <laughs> the <laughs> Catholic school girl. Yeah, yeah, very good. And um, what, while you were sort of going through school, what, what sort of sports were made available to you? Um, so my big focus during school was um, swimming and netball. Yep. Um, towards the older years in school, I focused on touch football, and that was my passion. So I gave up netball for touch football, and um. So I was heavily focused in, in a touch football world. <laughs> yeah, on that, what, what sort of made you pick touch football over, over netball? What sort of drew you that way? Um, I think it was like the friendships that I made and um, just there was more, I felt like I, there was more opportunities in um, touch football for me at the time as well. Well, and, and netball is a hard, it's a hard one because it's... Yeah, so, netball is hard, but it's very Sydney based. Yeah, and it's high. So I like, felt like yeah. Yeah, high participation. I, I know my my sister was a netballer here in Canberra, and they had to travel yeah. to Sydney every week to yeah, even get was, looked at. Yeah, it was insane. So that was kind of a of uh, a point that I didn't really, I didn't feel like I wanted to make that commitment when I was that old, and like also forcing my parents to do that would have <laughs> been a lot because I didn't have my license. Well, and I suppose, um, so, I, yeah. I, I suppose too, like Newcastle, massive rugby league background. There was probably heaps of of touch going on for yeah, not well, just rugby yeah, league for was massive, yeah. But there wasn't uh, much growing up. There wasn't really any tackle football for girls available. Yeah. Um, you you had to be like an open age group, so anything under eighteen like wasn't available. I did play tackle. Like my first ever tackle was in a school football team they never played tackle before but it was I had so much fun so <laughs> yeah I knew I kind of would like tackle but I didn't really have the opportunities till um I was a bit older <laughs> yeah very old actually <laughs> yeah so did you go to uni in Newcastle as well yep so I studied um PDHP teaching so yep. I finished that in 2015 so I would have been about 21 wow yeah so I did yeah and I went straight out of school straight into uni Yep. And I was um, really happy to get that over and done with too. <laughs> did you work? Yeah. Did you work straight away once you left? Yep. Once you left, yeah, I went. Yeah, so I think so. In teaching, you can start teaching in term four once you finish the degree. Yep. So I worked that whole term in Newcastle. Wow. And were you still yeah. were you still sort of playing high level touch at that point too? Yep. Yeah, I was only playing touch, so I hadn't even picked up a rugby football yet. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then yeah. So and then at some point. You moved to Canberra. What what was the thing that actually brought you to Canberra? Uh, my partner. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I um, met Adam when I uh, probably when I was just finishing my degree. So all the way back then, um, and he was um, in negotiations with different clubs about signing a contract. So one of them being Leeds over in England. Yeah. Um, so we had. We only been dating maybe like three months <laughs> and we had the discussion if I was going to move to England with him and um, I just kind of finished my degree and I was kind of happy to move. So I said, I would move with you. 
Um, yeah. And I remember I was working at the gym at the time and Adam called me and he um, was like, um, so we're not moving to England, but I just signed a contract with, Cam- with the Canberra Raiders. Will you still move with me? And I was like, oh. No. No, thanks. <laughs> I was like, um, we could do distance. But um, then I was like, <laughs> and then I thought about it. I was like, no, I'm so happy to. Um, and I was ready in the, that point in my life to make a change. Yeah. So I feel like that was a big enough change. And my parents definitely thought that was a big, <laughs> that was a lot of change. Um, considering I'd only been with him for maybe three months before we moved. Yeah. Um, but we made it work and um, I was very happy to move to Canberra. I had one of like the best time down there. So, and I worked straight away as well when I got down there too. Yeah. Do you want to, um, for those of you who don't know, do you want to tell us a little <laughs> bit about uh, Carabao High School where you taught for a little while? Oh, I loved Carabao. <laughs> it was um, a very interesting school. Yeah. Um, but, it definitely made me a better teacher as yeah. well, being able to um, help different children through different things that were happening in their lives that I don't think I was actually, uh, I actually knew what was, like I think I was very oblivious to mm-hmm. things that were happening in other people's lives. So it kind of opened my eyes and made me a bit more empathetic towards children mm. um, and understanding. So yeah, I really, I did enjoy my time there. I think I taught there for nearly a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah, so it was a good school. Yeah, right. and sort of after you moved to Canberra, what was sort of the, I guess, the change that you made to, to want to try rugby, sort of get into that space? Um, so, yeah, well, I um, obviously playing touch football. I knew some touch football girls down there, so I um, G'd up with them to come play some touch football. So I was playing for the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings. Um, I know, I know, I know, I know. There was no our team for touch football. Yeah, North. Um, <laughs> But I, so also I was very frustrated that it was a half an hour drive because they, they were all the way at Tuggenham. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, lived in Girolang yeah. at yeah. the time, so yeah. it was very frustrating. But um, I just wanted to play sport and actually just get involved in playing and kind of make my own life down in Canberra rather than just like sponge off Adam. Yep. So um, I went and played that. And then one of the Raiders' girlfriends, uh, Josh Papali's missus, uh, Sepa, yeah, came Sepa. and watched me play. <laughs> <laughs> came and watched me play touch football. I, I'm sure how or when or how it happened, but she saw me play and she came up to me and she was like, what are you doing playing this sport? And I was like, I love it. I love touch. And she was like, you are so aggressive. Like, you need to come try rugby. <laughs> At this point in my life, I had never really even watched a rugby game. I kind of was that real um, naive person that thought league and rugby were the same sort of sport. <laughs> Very, very, very naive. Yeah. Um. Just and obviously because my partner played rugby league, I grew up with a rugby league background. Like my parents, what we all we did was watch rugby league. Yeah. yeah. Um. I was very naive. Just saw the shape of the ball and thought it was nearly the same sport. Yeah. Um. So Stefan just goes, "Oh, come play one Saturday with the Owls." So I um did, and I think I played fly half. Yeah. Which I understand now is a very crucial role in a team. <laughs> um. Though I had never played rugby before, they gave me that opportunity. <laughs> um, and I did love it. I did love it. I loved the um, culture that the 15s had as well and the team aspect. Yeah. Um, like an, the amount of different shapes and sizes that you can get in rugby that can play 15s is insane. So, like, you're mm-hmm. running next to someone that could be, like, 
40 kilos heavier than you, but you're with them. So it's yeah. just like, it's insane. And I loved that part of it. And then from there, I um, tried out for the Brumbies uh, 15 team and played in that, I forget what it was called, but it was up in Queensland. Yeah, it was the old um, 15 aside yeah, was, nationals. Yes, yeah. and we came second. So uh, like that was a massive achievement for our team too. Yeah. Um, we had a very, um, very good forward pack. So, yeah, um, well, and some of those yeah, girls so, still playing. Cookie Burrows, Emily, yes. Emily Seabomb, Shelley Millwood. Um, yeah, heaps of them are still yeah. playing. I think it's only the whole squad still yeah, playing. Yeah. Um, they're, they're like in, in 15s, I feel, you just like as a back, you just play off the back of your forward. So if they can get you to go forward, yeah. like your back, you just got to finish things. So yeah. I was um, very lucky to have a very um, talented forward pack when I was playing as well. And they were very... Um, understanding of that i didn't have a, a rugby brain as much as yep. though yep. i had like a footy sense about yep. me but not the rugby brain yet so they were yep. very understanding and they um kind of took me under their wing and explained things and um yeah i really appreciated that and <laughs> i also partnered with sarah carter so she was like the half yeah um yeah so she and she helped me out a heap so yep. um yeah that kind of um made me love rugby <laughs> <laughs> well it, it's interesting you mentioned the, the sort of body type and and all of that it, it's one of the things i like about the game or, or loved about the game too it's one of the core values of the sport holistically mm. is that we do have a position for everyone it's not yeah it's sort of not yeah. like rugby league to a degree where everyone kind of looks the same you've yep. got you know we, we've got a position for everyone and if you want to play you can um, yeah so I, definitely. Lo- I, I love to hear that perspective from someone who was new to the game and went yeah you know this is something that i i really appreciate it's cool yeah and i did appreciate those forwards (laughs) (laughs) i do not want to be in the mall (laughs) yeah that's fair i've been trying to get out of there for years yazo (laughs) (laughs) i know and i just look and i was in amazement at their scrums and their strength and i just was in complete awe of it so yeah i Appreciate everything that they do for the game. You hear that? You hear that, front rowers? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Um, moving forward a little bit, you then so you you know in your first year of footy, you play club club rugby. Um, you also played a season with the Queanbeyan Blues Rugby League. Oh yeah, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And what I, what was cool about that was that it was like it was almost like a. Um, you know, a, a club rugby barbarians. You had all of these girls from all different clubs, rugby union mm. clubs, who all went and played a season uh, with the Blues. Rugby league, yeah. yeah. And then, like three quarters of you ended up coming and playing in the Aon series too. Yeah, I think we um, we had like a really good core group of girls that just really wanted to play sport. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I feel that just added to that um culture and that want to just want to be there for each other and that team mentality that um we would do anything for each other mm. as well and but we yeah, we, we, we certainly we certainly felt that as a coaching group like you were you guys oh, that's cool. yeah <laughs> that first group you guys were so tight you're yeah. almost like sisters yeah definitely and like and there was a few of us that had never really even played before so mm. to feel that um like close relationship with girls is um it's pretty special <laughs> What do you what do you remember about sort of those early? I uh, will go to the first Aon tournament. What what's your sort of <laughs> lasting your lasting memory of that? 
Um, my first Aeon tournament was in Tasmania. Yeah, yeah Tazzy. Um, I know. And I still remember, like, one of the biggest things in my, like, I remember I made a tackle and the buzzer went, and, like, um, the hooter went. And I just, like, got up and started to walk off. <laughs> and the girl, like, kicked right. like, and went. Yeah. And she scored. And it was Olivia White, and I still remember this. I was like, oh, my gosh. And, like, um, <laughs> everyone was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, like, the hooter went. Like, it's. Half time, and then I was just—I didn't know what to do. And then I was like, "Was that against? Her and, was that against Utah? Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was against so yeah, Olivia Utah's. was playing down for Utah yeah, yeah. at the time, and I was—I thought that was one of the funniest things I've ever done. <laughs> and then another thing I did was I—I I remember I scored. Um, like I nearly ran. It wasn't the whole field, maybe like sixty meters. I like ran and scored. And then I just put my hand up and just wanted to sub. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, I thought it was like touch football. Yeah, so real roll off. Rotations, yeah. Like did like a little run and just get a little break. Not realising like you kind of really had five in a team. So I was, yeah, it's silly of me. <laughs> um, and also if I ever did that now, I'd probably get a shot. Yeah. <laughs> I also wouldn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but it's just, yeah. And, and, what, and what a lot of people don't realise is the Aeon series was put together pretty quickly. So yeah. we, we kind of, as universities, were told maybe six weeks out from the first round, all right, now you've got to, you've got to put these teams together, you've got to do these, these camps, these discovery days. And uh, yeah. so we really didn't have time to run you all through the laws and stuff. We were just <laughs> trying to <laughs> basically no. teach you, you know, the, the, the basics. And, yeah, so there, yeah. Was, a, there was a lot of that. All right. Well, one of my distinct memories of you early on is uh, oh, it was remember we we used to train at Griffith Oval on a Wednesday night, so not even oh, not even yep. on the not even on the university campus because they they didn't have no. any room for us at the time, and uh, we I think we had like nine girls and we were trying to run some uh, opposed stuff. So um, Grimo, who was our first head coach, and I had to jump in and run defence for you guys. And I remember Yazo getting the ball, looking at me in front of her, giggling, and then just running outside me. <laughs> yes, that's quality. Oh, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you see a mismatch on the wing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a light jog past him. <laughs> well, that definitely sounds like something I would have done. <laughs> oh, my God, that's uh. so funny. But yeah, those are, that and that was tough. It was tough to um, trying to get girls to training as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah. To, and it is like a kind of it's a big commitment, Aon, because and it's only but it's only for a short period. That's, That's right. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like four tournaments. You get to travel with this team. You get to go travel around all of Australia. Like yeah. I would have never been to Tasmania before. Mm. Now I've been twice, so it was kind <laughs> of exciting. Yeah. And just to explore different places in Australia. You don't think like it, we have such good facilities here that we don't really need travel sort of thing yeah around the whole world like we have such good facilities and these girls that are coming through get all that exposure to it yeah but it is interesting you say it is a big commitment because it is it's you know we ask sort of um basically from sort of june july that it's Mm. it's a focus and you show up to to every session so you know sort of july to the end of october you know it's sort of a, a 12 to 16 week block um, yeah. where it's really intense, you know, there's, you, you're effectively a professional athlete, but without, mm. you know, the, the, 
the compensation that comes with that. So it is. Yeah, it, it I'm is still having to work. <laughs> yeah, work, study. You know, some of the girls have got managed um, children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's a, it's it's certainly a challenge. But, um, you know, you can see now in year three. Like if, mm. if you look at if you look at where we were year one and year three, what what's your yeah. impression as a you know someone um, who gets to play in it, but also as an outsider in a, in a respect yeah. looking back? Um, definitely the quality of players um has improved. Like, but I also just think I wouldn't say like the like it's more the the people's knowledge mm. and um just more athletes know about the sport, know the rules of the sport. So I feel like in the first year we were kind of all just thrown together. Um, and we just made made do, and we like just backed each other, but we didn't really know what we were doing. Whereas, um, we just this like this last year, sorry, yeah, last year, gosh, um, <laughs> like just uh, just the knowledge of the younger players coming through was just phenomenal. Like they know what they're, I'm asking of them as well. Like I might say something that's very rugby terminology, and they just know what I'm talking about. Whereas yeah. the first year, if someone said that to me, I would have been like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you want me to do?" Like. Like place the ball backwards, so it's just yeah. like, I don't know, like stuff, little things like that. Yeah. Um, and, like, and from and from athletic, a, that's another thing. Yeah. They're very athletic. Yeah, and that's, from that's, and from our yeah. perspective, they all like they all understand recovery. They eat well. They look after yeah. their bodies. They stretch. All of that. Yeah. You know, that was stuff. You know, remember Jovi being like being like a little Nazi yeah. with you On guys. <laughs> And like I do, I I really appreciate that now. Yeah, he's still the same. <laughs> like, yeah. Have you been eating good? <laughs> I was like, I'm still doing your fitness, so leave me alone. Yeah, that's right. Oh dear. I know it's so funny, mm. but yeah, um, but just the, uh, the knowledge and like, but the, they're just exposed to so much more rugby now, which I love, and it's yeah. just going to benefit them in the long run. Yeah, um, and also like just gaining combinations. So like all these girls that are like what, 16 to 19, like mm. that age group, all coming through, they all keep together. Like it's just going to be, like they're going to be phenomenal athletes yeah. and rugby players in the future. Absolutely. Like they already kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then after first year, Aon, you got mm-hmm. invited into the Aussie Development Squad to play against New Zealand in Bendigo. Yeah. Um, what was sort of the hardest thing about making that jump from obviously first year, Aon, first sort of, Seven's experience to jumping straight into Aussie development? Um, so with the Canberra team, I was a predominantly a back, mm. but never had to touch the forwards. <laughs> um, I was definitely a, a first to save our centre. Yeah. Um, but then going into the Aussie squad, one of the biggest challenges I faced was being told, you're a forward. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, excuse me, what? And then I like trained with the girls and I was like, I'm definitely a forward. <laughs> um, so that was like a big challenge and also just like um, getting that knowledge around from. So that was a big focus for me um, yeah. in the first couple of years was just making sure I win every ball. Like it's just, it's three seconds of like really intense work in, in a seven scrum. Like really all it is is that just like three seconds, like initial Hold your hold your shape, hold your um, scrum up. Um, so that was a big challenge um, I faced, but I I've definitely thrived from being a forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you, I actually enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, you've always loved the the physicality, the the that that yeah. aspect of the game. So yep. it, it, I guess it makes sense. And then you know, given your your touch background, you can be that kind of uh, playmaking forward in the yeah. pod. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of works. Um, it works well. 
But um, yeah, Shani um, definitely helped me in those early days and learning what to do and like when to be doing things as well yep. as a forward because it is it is different to being in the back line in sevens, even though like you end up being everywhere mm. at the same time. But yeah. um, just those initial like playing off things is very important. And like winning that ball first as well is like that's the first goal. Like if you get, if they drop the ball and then it's a scrum, like you you need to win that. Like you're, yeah. like you don't screw that up. So that was another big thing as well. Like it's a bit more pressure because it's our ball, but you need to win that. Like it's not just a given. Yeah, it's sort of your, your first priority. It's, it's something we, we have to drum into young front rowers yes. in the 15-a-side yes. game all the time is your job. Your job's actually to pack scrums, win that ball, lift at the lineouts, yep. win those lineouts. That's your first. Yep. Those are your first two things. Everything else is just just gravy. Yeah. If you don't win, any, if you don't win that first initial thing, like you're not the backline doesn't get an opportunity to show what they can do. Yeah. So, Very yeah, frustrating when that thing. happens. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> I know. I used to be out there. Now I'm in there. Mm. Um. So yeah, like that's a big. That was a big learning thing for me, and like just learning different terminology. Um, being on the field as well. Mm. Um, but I, I knew some of the girls already from the that were already in the squad, so I feel that made it a lot easier for me to come in as well. Yeah. And you'd played touch with a few of those girls, hadn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'd I known a lot of them. So that was kind of um, – like that kind of made me feel a bit welcome as well. And yeah. Because I was that little bit older. I was kind of like, oh – yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you expect me to know everything yet, so but they didn't. So yeah. Um, they were very welcoming, and um, I appreciated that a lot. Mm. Made me enjoy my time better. <laughs> so now, yeah. now three years in, um, <laughs> from that from that first camp in Bendigo, has have you seen a shift slightly in your preparation for twenty twenty? Given it's an Olympic year. Yeah, definitely. Um, we're Focusing on a lot more of like um, being the fastest and strongest team on the circuit. Mm-hmm. So we want to be like the fittest. We want to be the fastest. We want to be the strongest. Mm-hmm. So um, having those focuses now has definitely um, changed the way that we like approach the gym and approach running. So we've got a lot of running um, technique um, coaches coming in to correct our technique. Yep. Um, which is definitely needed to me. Um, (laughs) yeah so um, that's definitely a shift in our focus as well so we're not just running um, for the sake of running if that makes sense like we want to run for a purpose and that's to get faster Um, if we want to be we want to come number like first we need to be the fastest the strongest and the the fit so those are three things like our non-negotiables in this squad at the moment so and I feel that I feel it I definitely feel it my body feels it so um, (laughs) So you must be doing something right yeah. Oh yeah, we've been doing yeah. So like even just like um, extra like hip conditioning, um, extra uh drilling, like things like that are just making massive things, massive um leaps towards being those three things that we want to be. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess given given that it's Olympic year, it's obviously a pretty exciting opportunity. You know, what mm-hmm. what sort of would the going to the Olympics mean to you and and your family? Sort of that that uh. whole experience. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I still like it. Just still doesn't feel real. Mm. Like obviously, it's in my mind because I want to be the fittest I've ever been, the strongest I've ever been to be, and also put myself in the selection. Like you need to be those things. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm <laughs> a bit like speechless to think that like, I mean, what are we like the top 
25 or whatever, like our squad right now, mm. like I'm in that top 25 if you don't feel like it. Even that is like, yeah, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which, it's it's which a pretty I unreal really achievement. Yeah. I know. I really don't get lost for words, Matt, that, that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't even know what to say. Like it, it means the world. And like you look back when, when was it like the 2000s when the Olympics were held in Sydney and you watch those people on the TV and you just, I don't even think that would be like, I could be in that place if that makes sense. Yeah. 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 So it's just a massive achievement. Even just to be in this squad is huge achievement yep for me <laughs> <laughs> well for everyone i think you know oh, if you if you talk to you know we're, we're lucky we work with um carrie graff who took um a couple of uh, opals basketball teams to the olympics and you know mm. the way she talks about it you know it, it was really the pinnacle of her career she won she won six WNBL premierships and yeah as a coach but you know going to the olympics those those times you know, she's she's still kind of is lost for words when when she's trying yeah. to describe it. And I think, yeah, you know, there's there's no other experience in sport like it, but particularly in rugby. Um, no, you know, sevens sevens is one of the more unique sports in that you're competing for your country all the time. But yeah, it, it, I, this is different. Yeah, yeah it's still <laughs> a completely different beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's why I was like, I'm not even sure. Like, it still doesn't feel real that I'm in that top. Like, like I'm in the squad right now. Yeah, yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry. <laughs> nah, that's perfect. And then look, last last thing for you, you know, you, you did sort of touch on it, saying you want to be the 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 fastest, strongest, and fittest team, and and that's ultimately, um, you know, what'll what'll get you over the line. But is there, you know, what what do you think is if you can pick one thing, what's going to be the key to getting? this Australian team to make the jump from, you know, perennial sort of top two or three finish to, to yep. a gold medal at the Olympics? I think um, we just need to play as a team and we just need to start backing each other. Like if someone makes a decision on the field, we just need to back them. Yep. Um, and also just like being that physical, like I'm wanting like the ball more, if that makes sense. Yep. Um, looking so for maybe it. like, yeah. And just like, um, like not caring what people think and just being physical at, the break, like being the most physical team, I think that would um, improve our ranking, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, um, sure. A lot more as well. Like, and as you said, like we keep finishing second or third. Yeah. Like, I think it's been over a year now. We haven't won one World Series tournament. Yeah, it was uh, Sydney twenty eighteen. Yeah. So, and yeah. um, th- those are I don't know, like, and other people's perspectives could be like a lot different. But I just think um, just working together as a team. Yeah. Um, backing each other. Um, and then secondly, is just increasing our physicality and just being that like strong team that no one wants to run at. That's like out, like that should be our goal too. Yeah, yeah. and and you know that not enough can be said about that. You know, when you come mm. up against a team who you know is physical, it you know, yeah, it even, changes your mentality. Yeah, like even, before you even enter the game. Yeah, even if you know you're more skilled, even if you know you're faster, there's just mm-hmm. something in the back of your mind that goes, I don't, I just don't want to get tackled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's like I think that those two things. Will take us. Will, it'll just push us to that gold medal. And I, um, because I think we are such a great team. Agreed. We're such a great squad. Like yeah, we're definitely. like the talent that is in this squad. Like it just baffles me. Um, <laughs> that we like, and we just keep finishing second or third. And those two little things, I think, will just transform the team. Yep. Totally agree. Yeah. 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 And, and I don't know. Everyone else's opinion in this squad could be so different. <laughs> but, but you're <laughs> you the know, first. You're the first one. So. <laughs> 
know. <laughs> uh, awesome, Yazo. I re- we really appreciate this. Um, Okay. I hope it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. And yeah, look, thanks again and, and um yeah, we'll catch up soon. Hopefully we see you back in a in a UC blue and black uniform soon. Yeah, and and on the T V and on the T V at an Olympic Games. Definitely. Oh, I know. That'd be unreal. So close. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. All right. Thanks so much, guys. No, thank you. Really appreciate it. All right, okay. mate. Thanks. See you later. Bye. Later. Well, thanks again, Yasmin. Um, really interesting chat and, you know, I, I really, we, both of us, everyone at the cover and, and everyone at Stairway to Sevens really wishes you and the team the best of luck uh, moving forward. We, yeah, we would love to see you go back to back and, and, and win a gold medal. Yeah, it'd be fantastic, obviously, for her personally and the team, but also for the sport. You know, yeah. that, that's what Anne was sort of born out of was Rio. And if they can back it up again... In Tokyo, you know, the sport's going to go from strength to strength. Yeah, and I think, you know, if we if we can do well again, you know, we're going to see another explosion of, of young girls wanting to play yeah. sevens. And and young boys too. Yeah, like, yeah agree. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and I think particularly in the women's game now, we, we have the infrastructure to support that. You know, as, as mentioned in the interview, we, it was sort of thrown together really quickly because there, there's a few reasons. One, one being the with the winning edge model – the, there was a, a bunch of money that got pumped into the to the women's program, and part of that was to de- to develop a, some infrastructure underneath the national team. But the other part was just the numbers. There was a huge demand for sevens and and for rugby holistically, and we just needed to to create a. a yeah, and I guess there's probably a little bit of thanks that there needs to go to touch football. Like they had sure. so many girls throwing footies around yeah. already that when they realised they could, you know, they didn't have to be big, strong girls to play contact footy. They mm. can, you know. So, yeah. yeah, I think touch football probably doesn't get the praise it deserves in that space. Agreed. But yeah. and, 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 you know, the, the, a lot of the girls, especially early on who came out of those touch programs, they, they kind of gave Australia their identity in terms of playing pretty unpredictable footy, eyes up, get the ball to space. Good ball skills, really dynamic footwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah all of that. So, you know, kudos to touch. Yeah. Touch, touch doesn't get a shout-out. Shot, Touch. <laughs> touch hasn't had a shout-out on this pod before. But, yeah, I think I think credit where credit is due. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe in future, you know, I know we've rugby's dabbled in that Touch 7 stuff, but maybe there's a, a more um, succinct partnership that we can we – can, or, or, or a game that's that's more suited to both um, that we can try and try and partner with them with and, and you know, continue to create that additional infrastructure to support the national team yeah definitely all right well that's all she wrote guys o'keefe the music's already starting to play mate so Sorry, o'keefe. i'm i'm very apologetic but uh, you know we can't control it the music just comes on and we have to finish it's like the oscars they're playing us off the stage mate so thanks Liam's mum and dad thank thank you pete and cheryl our two listeners uh we'll we'll be back we're going to try and be back next week with another uh, another guest. However, given the the big the big fifty five day break we've got now, we're, we we might slow down the show to every two weeks. So we'll see what happens. But thank you again. Thank you to the cover. Thank you to all our two listeners. Uh, and we hope you enjoyed our chat with Yasmin. And we'll talk to you all again soon. <laughs>